Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I am Deb, and the gentleman I just traumatized by making him watch a pitch for a new condom is Doug. Hello. <laughs> Let's talk G-Cap. You can't even talk about it, can you? Uh, well, it's effectively a sex band-aid. Well, it's just um, one of those things where it's like, it's a great idea, but they actually do not talk about removal at all. So all I can imagine is, like, ripping a band-aid off of the tip of your junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a band-aid that you can leave on there for days, which is not sanitary whatsoever. Oh, no, 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 you can even bathe with it on. Yeah, you know what? I should have just kept my foreskin. Fuck it. Yeah, actually, that makes sense. Although I... Except that part where I didn't have a say in whether I had to keep it or not, but okay. Do you actually miss it? Don't know, never had it. Do you feel like an amputee? Can't carry a note. Can't hold a tune. <laughs> Going to hell. Sing like an amputee, then. Ugh, God, you're... Ugh. I like that it actually... You misspelled Hannibal again, so it looks like horrible, and that's what I went to, where I was like, yep, horrible! So I finished watching season one of Hannibal. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Hannibal-ble. I'm going to hit you with the whiteboard, which has happened many times in the past, and we'll... Hannibal. There. Anyways, it will happen again in the future, I'm sure. I am numb to your attacks. One, you are wrong. They don't start pushing the envelope on Hannibal until season two. Yes, which I we talked off-air about that. Two, was actually really disappointed with the end of season one. He did not eat the censor taker, census taker, with uh, a nice Chianti and some baba beans. That's season two. The end of oh, does he really do that in season two? Did they, did they finally pay that off? I was going to say. They didn't do it in Red Dragon. Like I said, I have no idea. I that was the sequel. No, that was the prequel, right? Yes. So it's Red Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, are you done? Yeah. So, at the end of season one of Hannibal, they finally get Will thrown in jail for supposedly killing, well, being the copycat killer, even though it's Hannibal. Okay. I don't know who Will is, but all right. Will Graham? The lead character? Sure. I don't watch it. I thought you watched it. Mm-mm. Then why are you talking about them? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, but like I said... I follow entertainment news. I don't follow the show. I feel like that they've kind of, like I said, they were building and building and building, and then they never quite took that last step. Like, I really wish that... they. I, I found it very intriguing that he actually... He was... I was going to say he Who was... Who is he? Is that Will Hannibal. or Hannibal? Hannibal has all of his patients, but then he also sees another psychologist okay like i said like he she's his only patient i mean i was gonna say he is her only patient and i really liked her character and she i thought it was really interesting and fascinating i kind of wanted at the end of season one for her to figure it out and for him to have to kill her so he doesn't have that extra kind of layer that's keeping him i can't say sane but a little bit more but like contained. In, yeah. yeah contained because she she makes a lot of very smart um, inferences about him, and she, you know, sees that he has the facade, but it's not, it's just a version of him, it's not him. But she doesn't know what's underneath. No, she has no idea. No idea whatsoever. However, it's, it's like I said, I, I really liked it, and I feel like they kind of dropped the ball on building that. Maybe they'll do that in season two. Okay. But I kind of thought all of it would happen around the same time, the same time that they, you know, arrested Will, they thought for being the copycat killer and killer, killing uh, Annabelle, and uh, I was going to say Hannibal Framingham. I thought that would be around the same time she figured it out. Or even um, so Dr. Really no Blue. So really no one figured it out. Just Will. And they think he's fucking crazy. Because he has oh, he's got an autoimmune disease that's causing his brain to become inflamed. And so he's having, you know, uh, hallucinations and sleepwalking and all sorts Blackouts of... Blackouts and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. So he's not a credible witness. To his own framing. Pretty much. I have to say, though, Anthony Hopkins, you did well, but I kind of think Hannibal in this might be the most well-acted Hannibal out of the entire series. Who else played him? Because he played... Because Anthony Hopkins returned for Hannibal. Um, Who played him in um, Red Dragon? I don't remember. I want to say Ray Fiennes, but I'm not sure that's right. I don't think that's right at all. No, it's not. Ray Fiennes was the, the villain in Red Dragon, but he wasn't Hannibal. Okay. And uh, I was going to say, they have one that's not canon, Manhunter, sure. which was the first one, and I can't remember. Oh, from the 70s. Yes. 
And I can't remember who played him in that either. She's a big old fat woman. Get my van. <laughs> Don't touch my dog. Please stop making Major Dog and Major Dad say terrible things. What? Do you not remember Major Dad? Yeah, I remember Major Dad. Same actor. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's Gerald Rainey. Oh, you're right. He's married to Delta Burke. I know this shit. I really liked him in uh, Deadwood. Uh, who, Gerald Rainey? Yeah. Was he into Yeah, he was in he Deadwood. He was in the last season of Deadwood. He was Cocksucker! The, he was the villain. Oh, God, Ian McShane is so good in that. Um. On to Deadwood. Who else was very disappointed when they ended it and never did the movie like they said they would? Fuck you guys. And the worst part is the next season would have chronologically happened where uh, Samuel Clemens, Mark Twain, visited Deadwood. So I was like, oh, like let, let's see if they get Hal Holbrook to do it. Who I don't know if he's still alive or that's just a joke. But it's like, well, who else would you get to play Mark Twain? Come on. Um, Sam Elliott? Satire. It's what's for America. See? No, because Samuel Clemens wasn't that... Sam, oh, well, he was very, I was going to say, very funny and very literal. Yeah. No, but uh, Sam Elliott, he has the humor to pull off a role like that. He had the mustache. Yeah. That man could rock a stash. Most epic mustache ever? Question mark? Are you... Are you asking me who's got the most epic mustache? Do you or... think it's Sam Elliott? No. Who would it be? Number one. Top five mustaches. Ooh, God, fuck. Number one, Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. He looks good without a mustache. Number two, Hitler. Oh. Number three, Alex Trebek. Four, Captain Murphy. <laughs> That's gotta be on there. I don't know who my fucking number five mustache would be. Um, probably, yeah, like Sam Elliott from either Big Lebowski or Tombstone. I'm willing to give him on, because it's pretty much the same mustache. But it's a matter of his, yeah, no, if he's playing no, the cowboy. No, Donald face off from Scrubs. Like that little piece of shitty on the zip, or? To cover the mole, yeah. No, no. I don't even get an honorable mention. My mustache was odd at best. It kept getting shorter and shorter. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, kind of waiting for it to turn into the Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to, you know, go Michael Jordan and try and take it back. Didn't work well for him either. Nope, 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 nope. Why would Haynes put up with that in that commercial? Because all these solar white t-shirts? Okay, that's not true, and I kind of want to hit you. You make me violent, Doug. And the other color would turn white in bleach. I go, mm. You're done. Mm -hmm. So in other news, now the people of Wizard's Chest, also known as the Wizard Cities, to Paris, completely and utterly do not believe that the hero clicks I'm buying for you are not for me. Well, now that you've upped it and you're buying me like the four pack of the four guy boosters, five guy boosters. Well, it's just a better value. At this point, you've gone from crack to cocaine. Effectively. But it's, like I said, it's... You've a, gone from glue to heroin. Like I said, it's a better value. You get the same figurines for like half the price if you buy the five pack. I know, but you get excited at the packaging. That's a, a dead giveaway because you're like, oh, fuck. No, it's... Zombies. It's just, no, it's just the Deadpool. A Red Hulk? Like I said, it's just the Deadpool packaging because it's actually really clever. Weirdly, Red Hulk is, uh, ends up being a guy that Sam Elliott played in the movie. Ooh, tie it all back together. But yeah, now they completely and utterly, every time I say they're not for me... And then I tell them that you're really looking for dog pool. They totally think I'm just talking about myself. They think that, like I said... I want dog pool <laughs> word balloons. I actually want the, uh... I believe dog pool's word balloon is, I will lick your hand. Is it really? Yes. How do you know that? I was talking to one of the guys at the Wizards titties. Like I said, they completely and utterly do not believe the hero clicks I'm buying are for you and not for me. Well, especially because you're absorbing everything from me, so you're like... Yeah, yeah, there's a 270 Hulk, or Thor, and blah, blah, well, blah. Well, you missed the conversation I had. He's like, because um, their system was down, so he's having to do it by hand with a calculator. He's like, I'm assuming these are all X price, not the discounted price. I'm like, oh, yeah, the new Teen Titans are the only ones that are discounted, because everybody hated the new 52. And he gave me this fucking look. 
I'm just like, crap. And the weird part is we never got our figure from the New 52 on that one. Or the Teen Titans. What, the Superboy? I just stopped trying. I'm sorry. We got you know, too many they, it was a It was a radical departure from my favorite Connor Kent. Um, but like I said, we got too many leashes, and I stopped trying with the Teen Titans hero clicks. Because I've already got two on my shelf, and you've got one in your collection. I'm not doing it. Oh, God, leashes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Damn. Yeah, exactly. I'm lousy with them. Like I said, that's why we. That's why I stopped getting you the new Teen Titans. Good. Yeah. However, really, you're not going to top the Batman and Robin from the 66 set. Well, actually, what we really want is the Wolverine with the wall behind him from the Days of Future Past set. Oh, the John Byrne. There we go. Chris Claremont. Yeah. It was one of our first variants. It's one of the most iconic covers, uh, comic book covers ever. Um, in fact, that you, I showed you the the DC team, uh, the New Fifty Two one. I loved the New Fifty Two. Uh, uh, just the, redo the, of that. The slutty. Slutty over. Uh, Doesn't um, exist. Not Firestorm. Uh, who is it? Uh, Starfire. The Tymeranian. So it's okay. She's naked. So, yeah, that's, I was going to say, like I said, they now completely and utterly, and since I have uh, our non-turn with us most of the time, whenever I go in there, Michael just wanders off and looks at the puzzle. So I'll pay for my hero clicks and say, Michael, and then head up the stairs, and he follows me. Like, the boys there have the oddest opinion of me. You're, uh, now, see, I don't like the term of calling you minions, because that implies you're cute and pill-shaped. Um, I know how to run my bitches. I take care of my women's. Um, that is still one of my favorite memories of you is when we were on the patio at one of my old jobs and that guy was being a dick to me and you essentially told him to fuck off and then looked at me and quoted basketball. <laughs> I take care of my women's. <laughs> Did I really do that? I mean, it totally well, sounds like me, but... I don't want to put all the particulars on air, but I, like I said, I'd had a pretty distressing event happen and this dick was making a joke to me and I was upset enough that I was probably just going to cry instead of punch him in the face and you basically told him to fuck right off and then after he left you looked at me and said I take care of my women's I take care of my women's like I said that's one of my favorite Terry Silvstead Playmate of the Year fuck like I said I always that's still one of my favorite memories like, like that's how I would describe you to people take care of my women's take care of my women's I can see my I can see me putting my arm around Tony and going we get bitch you're my best friend like <laughs> Any one of our friends, like, you can just see, like, us quoting basketball each other. Going, I had a okay. really irritating night at work last night. Is this part of the thing? No. Okay. And I was going to say, I, I was going to say, after I got done, I was trying to clean up so I could go play trivia before I went home. I'm like, I'm just going to go home and watch basketball while I get drunk. My coworker's like, that sounds like a really good plan. You're working for this. Chicken poo? <laughs> Feed. Feed. Chicken feed. Did I just fart? Of and they didn't write that. Of course it's by the guys who wrote Airplane. Of course it yeah. is. Yeah, because uh, what is it? One of the Zucker, Zuckerbergs? Is that right? Yeah, David. Uh, yeah, it was a, he started the basketball league like yeah. originally. Um, but it's weird because everyone goes, oh yeah, the guys that did South Park. I'm going, no, they, they were just in it. They didn't write it. Yeah. They didn't write it. Now given, I've been talking a lot about their first film, which will always have a special place in my heart. Uh, cannibal. cannibal. We the are musical. Indians. Look at all the teepees. Uh, I know I sound racist, but they're Japanese, so it's okay. Um, I'm doing the accent. Uh, but yeah, I was, I, was telling, I was telling a co-worker, I was like, you have to watch it, give it three days, and then watch it with a commentary. Because the commentary is funnier than the movie. Hands down. Just the part where A... They're drinking the, the whole thing, and they start the commentary off with, yeah, we really didn't know what we were doing, there's this long intro with all the music and the colored pencil drawings, like, it's, It was way too long. Yeah. And by the end of it, they're drunk and going, this is the best movie ever, do you remember doing that? Dean Bar passes out for part of it. They hit the wrong button and lose commentary for, I think, ten minutes. Uh, that's true. And, uh, uh, at one point, uh... Trey Parker is uh, lamenting that he, you know, the girlfriend that he was with for like seven, seven years or something, um, that was in the movie, um, playing Polly Pry, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the female yeah. journalist. Um, you know, they ended up breaking up, and he's watching this movie, and he's like, oh, you know, I really loved her, and whatever. And they're like, yeah, well, don't dwell on it. He's like, dwell on it? 
She's married to some insurance like adjuster in Denver. I'm worth like seven million dollars. Oops. Look, it's fucking brilliant. Oh yes, the bitter man wins in the end. Oh no, he doesn't. Yeah, he kind of does. And the bitterest of bitter men. You've been listening to a lot of Marin lately. I've been really channeling my spirit animal. Yeah, I think Mark Marin really is your spirit animal. Oh, you have no I'm idea. I'm not an asshole anymore. Who said I was an asshole? Those fucking pieces of shit. Oh, I've got... I can one-up you on that, because he talks about drinking a pot of coffee a day and basically eating nicotine. Yeah, that's you. Yep, 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 that's yep. You. Um, I have... We've kind of teased it where I go, yeah, I've been listening to a few episodes here and there. I've literally slammed through almost half of my episodes, my vintage episodes of WTF. Um... I've slammed through. Uh, you were interested in the Kamel Nanjiani. Well, I just kind of wanted to see how they'd interact because Kamel is so positive and you know interested in everything. Um, they mostly talk about kind of familial um, expectations and standards. Like they talk about that you know Kamel came from Pakistan to Iowa. That's weird. And then you know went to the Chicago and then came up in the Chicago scene. I think it's. Aziz Ansari who does a joke about that he's like talking about immigration where it's like yeah you can come here but you can only go in this specific place so it's like he's like he was talking I believe about a, a doctor from India who could come here but he could only be in like Kansas cause uh Aziz is from what North Carolina or yeah, something yeah he's, he's from one of the yeah one of the original colonies mm-hmm. but it was just one of those where he's like it's like a hot chick it's like, yeah, you can have sex with me, but I'm racist. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can come here, but only be in the sucky parts. Yeah. Well, it's weird. When my, when my mom's parents emigrated, it was like Denver. And I'm like, why Denver? Like, well, that's where they relocated us. And I'm like... Well, yeah, based on your skills, they're supposed to allot you to a, a place that would need you for employment. Well, this was in the... Uh, early 60s. Well, what did they do? What was their profession? Um, before that, they were in Paris. That would have been the liquor store. So they were just like small business owners? Yeah, because before that, my grandfather did um, like bulk um, import and export. Okay. Um, at the time, he That's had... That's weird. Then why would they be in Denver where there's no ports? But he ended up like starting his own like uh, uh, eyeglass frame company with a business partner. And like I said, it's a small business. Yeah. So they were just trying to grow the economy. And mind blown, after my grandfather and my, my well, my mom's parents died, like my mom and I got to talking and she was like, you know, my grandpa traveled around the country, like, you know, selling. He was, he was the salesman. He was the face of the company type of thing. Face. Face. And Sorry, then my, uh, my mom's like, yeah, he like totally cheated on your grandmother a ton of times. And I'm like, I'm sorry, back the truck up? Wait, what? She goes, well, you know. So how many half-aunts and uncles do you have? He used the G-cap, so... The G-cap has not been approved by the FDA yet, so I doubt he He was a risky man, my grandfather. By the way, if you're listening, please just look up Galactic Cap. I'll post it on our Facebook. (sighs) What did you do? I ruined Doug. If I ever have sex again, I would not want to have sex again. You'll hear all about it on Two Weeks Out Damn. Stupid social anxiety. If it wasn't for your... You're so awkward, it's almost adorable. Almost. That's the problem. Well, the thing is that you're comfortable with me, so you can be quippy. I've seen you when you're not comfortable with people. It's ugly. It, it's not well, like ugly, it's not it's, like Jennifer Lawson. I got stabbed in the face by a serial killer. Bad, but it's pretty bad. It's, it's. I imagine it's Dracula and Xander, who are strange and off-putting. Go now. Like, it's just girls go, huh? All right. Which is funny because even when I first met you, I always thought you were interesting. But I think that's just because I knew that you and I had, like, the kind of the same... Yeah, but I like the emotional neediness of, the neediness of, like, a sick puppy, where it's all like, love me, but only for this much time. I never had that problem with you, but then again, when we first met, you were my boss. And so our relationship was like, oh, you're smart and I don't have to, I was going to say, don't have to micromanage you. Don't put tomatoes on my shit and we'll talk later. 
Mm-hmm. Let's go drink some carbobs. Like, that was our relationship when you and I first started. Carbobs, no tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those. That really was, like, your first week. I think I distinctly remember going, and if I order anything for me, no fucking tomatoes. But no, well, it was just one of those things where I think the first interaction we had is I saw somebody walking through the kitchen like they owned the place, and I realized, oh, we hired a new girl. <laughs> I said that? Yeah. You did? You done it? Yeah. Well, I'd already been there for a while. I mean, I'd had a few shifts, and I'd figured out the kitchen pretty quickly because that was a very simple Because who kitchen. hired you? Basically, no one. <laughs> no, what had happened was Maddie was working there at the time. Mm-hmm. And you guys needed the help. And I was there when you did the test run for brunch, and they just got buried. And I'm like, Matt, do you need me to help out and wash some dishes for you or something? That's right. And that was double his brain checked, baby. Like I said, and he double-checked with Faye, and so I just did some dishes for you and some small stuff, and it kind of turned into the job. But that's how I started. Like, I was supposed to only uh, like wash said, dishes there for the summer. Like I said, who hired you? Nobody. Because I never was in charge of hiring. That was more... That was always Faye. But like I said, no, it was one of those things where it's like, you pretty much liked me immediately, just because you didn't have to babysit me at all. Yeah, that's the thing, it's like, I'm never really an asshole unless you're not doing your job. Like I said, no, you never had to babysit me. However, one of the first nights I was there was the night of the famous car accident across the street. Did we talk about We, we about talked about it on the first, first episode. We talked about it on the first episode. And I think that was actually, like I said, that was one of my first shifts. And that was one of the first times that you kind of looked at me and were like, oh, she's not a moron. Because you guys all left and I stayed at the table. Because you guys left like hundreds of dollars of tip money on the table. Which is ironic because the guy took my cigarettes instead. I didn't notice that was happening because I didn't, I was going to say it was more fun. That was the heat of the moment. Heat of the moment. What a dick. Like dick I said, move, Jimmy. Dick but, move. I said, but it's one of those things where you guys left like hundreds of dollars of money on the table. And I I'm was like, saving not... someone from a burning car. That's why I let you go and I stayed at the table. And the best part is like we, the next day when we were talking about I I was telling something about it and I was like, yeah. And they're like, no, you didn't. And Charlotte goes, of course he did. He wants to be a superhero. Like, what well, more? The worst like, part what... was you were saving somebody from a burning car, but it was a single car drunk driving incident. Still saving someone from a burning car. I get to throw that on my life resume. That's something that's, like, on a people's bucket list. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Did that shit in my 20s. That's the only time I've ever gotten to ride in the back of a cop car. In your 20s? No, 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 during that incident. Because we had to stay and make uh, witness statements, and they gave us a ride home. Me and Maddie. Oh, okay, I was like, no, I don't remember. Not you, me and Maddie. Okay. You. Oh, they had to, like, let you out from the outside. Didn't bother me. I know, but the neighbors, that's gotta be funny. Didn't bother me. <laughs> they're driving a cop, and they're like, oh, shit, and they, like, let you out. Like, On I my actually, own reconnaissance. I actually wasn't in my place at the time. That's when I had bed bugs, and so I moved out of my apartment and lived... So you'd with, rather go to jail. Lived with Becky for two months. So, B-Tass. B-Tass. Batman the Animated Series. I used to have such a place of fondness for that in my, I was going to say, in my, I wouldn't even say childhood, because it was more like, you know, the, the tween years. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it was 94, 96, I think, right in there, because it was hot on the heels of Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much got the entire series, and I just kind of, like, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, before I started watching it, that I kind of, like, cherry-picked um, the episodes. And upon seeing, like, their titles, like, wave of nostalgia hit. You're like, oh, I remember Well, I remember, I remember really liking the stuff with Hardak, which was the, um, like, AI that made duplicates. And uh, and then there was kind of a, a, a sequel to that called, like, uh, Soul of Silicon or Silicon Soul, where, like, you know, there was a secret Batman duplicate, and he ends up you know, thinking he's Batman, and oh, it's fucking amazing. Um, the uh, the Riddler episode. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Aww. I mean, it's it's just these key episodes where you meet Alfred Nigma, you you meet um, Tempest Fugit, the Clock King, uh, Heart of Ice, 
um, with Mr. Freeze. Um, okay, what episode is it? It's a Poison Ivy episode where he falls in love with this woman, and he's on a cruise with all these other rich men, and he realizes everyone has green eyes, so there's something wrong. And they're all, like, you know, plant creations of Poison Ivy. Is it Alfred or Batman? Batman. Because there's the one where Alfred and his friend, um, geriatric bone... People can't see you making air quotes awkwardly, Doug. Um, Alfred's little fuck buddy. Um, they go to... The, I remember there's one where they go to a spa and, like, their treatment turns them into, like, weird slaves. And it's, like, mostly the, like, rich and wealthy. Rich and wealthy? Good, Doug. Um, they mean the same Because you can be rich, thing. but you can't be wealthy. Wealthy implies a certain amount of class. Yep. You wealthy know they're new money. Um. They're like Molly Brown. Yeah, it's, uh, what's his name? Ted Knight versus, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yes, I'm using Caddyshack to explain that. What up? I wasn't going to say anything. I was... I'm alright. Also, people cannot me. see your awkward dancing. I'm not doing the awkward dancing. I was the fucking gopher. He had minimal movement. Okay, so Batman the Animated Series. Harvey's girlfriend uh, is dead. Fucking designed that. That was John Dykstra. Anyway, so um, it's been a blast watching kind of the old stuff. I mean, it, a little bit of the animation doesn't really hold up. It's a little jaggy. Um, but you, we and I, you and I have talked multiple times about how much Bruce Timm has influenced me. I didn't know that Mike Mignola worked on the character designs. Really? I had no idea either. Um, makes total sense when you look at it. Because you're like, yes, once again, like heavily influenced by like 70s animation and that very simple um, line work with heavy shadow. Um, you know, the early Hellboy stuff would be very reminiscent of kind of the Alex Toth, um, Warner Brothers stuff. Not Warner Brothers. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Um, Hanna-Barbera. Okay, I wouldn't have gotten that in like a million years. The other big uh, animation studio from the 70s. It's Warner Brothers and Hanna-Barbera. That, that was it. It was Coke and Pepsi right there, Deb. So, on that... It was Ronnie Dangerfield and Ted Knight. I finally watched Mystery of Batwoman. Okay. The awkward phone conversation between Bruce Wayne... And Batgirl when she's off at college. And she wants him to define the relationship. And he's wrinkling the newspaper and pretending he's going through Do a, a tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> now, if you watch... That gets paid off, actually, in... You said you watched uh, Return of the Joker, right? Yes, no, I've yeah, seen yeah. Own, she, she finally, you know, drops the penny on that and says, you know what, we, we were together. I chose him over, over uh, Rob... Well, it wasn't... Robin at that point. But she chose him like over everything, over but he crazy, chose yeah. the mission over her. But it was just one of those things, like, oh, I'm going into a tunnel. <laughs> and you're like, you're fucking Bruce Wayne. You've got an iPhone 7. Like, fuck off. Like I said, and then he immediately starts dating the gangster's daughter. Of course, because that wasn't enough to do it the first time in Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed Mystery of Batwoman. However, I, the first reveal they have of her flying over the bat plane, and Robin's like, don't remember seeing her in the bat cave. Awkward. You know, I actually liked that uh, initially they had kind of what seemed, and spoilers, but I mean, whatever, the movie's been out for five years or something more like that. Um, Spoiler alert. Uh, it seemed like you had nothing but red herrings. Like, I honestly kind of walked into it, like, very, like, kind of fresh-faced, like, I'd never seen it before, and I was like, okay, I mean, usually, like, you know, with, with Mask of the Phantasm, when you see, um, the girl come back, and you're like, okay, there's a connection there, oh, the big twist is she's the Phantasm, alright, whatever, that's 20 years old, so I'm not worried about that one, but, uh, but Mystery of the Batwoman, I was kind of like... They did They did give you some red herrings, although I figured out... And then it ends up, they're all, all fucking like Batwoman. Said, all three of them. Um, which I thought was kind of cool, because you had, like, kind of... It kind of confused Batman, because he's like, no, no, she was at the Iceberg Lounge when Batwoman was there, like, couldn't be, and I'm going, oh, fuck, man. If Batman doesn't know, maybe I don't know. Like... I love that that's your reasoning. If Batman doesn't know, maybe I don't know. Because, yeah, like, who... 
if the world's greatest detective, except for that Joker moment. Has anyone seen the, the Joker? Joker? <laughs> um, like, if he doesn't fucking know, then I'm like, dude, then it, I, what hope do I have? Did you like it? That was kind of the, the last jag of uh, Batman animated movies. They did um, The Mask of the Phantasm. I'm doing this in the wrong order, but uh, Mask of Phantasm, uh, Mystery of Batwoman, Batgirl? Bat- Mystery of Batwoman. Woman, because uh, Barbara Bat- Gordon is Batgirl. Batgirl. And she's off at college. Which there's something Excuse to be me, said. Excuse me, let me lie on my dorm room bed in my clingy black sweater and short plaid skirt. Yeah, there's something to be said to the fact that Batgirl... Wants to define their relationship, but he ends up with Batwoman. Like, let's look at the terminology on that one real quick and make your own inferences. By the way, I'm glad that we're saying define the relationship instead of DTL. Why would it be DTL? That's what people will call it in text messages. You need to DTL. Define the... Oh, you're right. It's DTR, isn't it? I'm like, relationship? <laughs> I think we need to talk about our relationship. I'm sorry. I was texting with my lisp. Thor. I'm, I'm sorry. I, was, I was texting in Gersberms. Gersberms. You're talking about a relationship. Sherp. You sound like a robot that's winding down. I got nothing because I was going to go, oh. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, oh, now I'm, now I'm like I'm shutting down. So in other, in other nerdy things, somebody got their shield card. I, I did. I'm an uh, official, I'm doing air quotes again, uh, official agent of shield. I'm a tech expert, because why wouldn't I be? Because um, everything else I was like, no, I don't want to be a specialist. I've seen what that does. It changes you, Deb. It changes you. The things Maine Ward have seen and done. I don't know how I could live with myself. I don't know if you've seen the whole thing. So. No. Uh, it's up for uh, some entertainment awards for best finale, best redemption, and best fight scene. I just—it was one of those things where I was having problems watching it week to week, so I was waiting for a big chunk, and so now I should go back and watch the whole wad. Um, that I could do something with wad, and I couldn't. Um, Crazy. Speaking of which. Uh, we talked, I think, last week, two weeks ago, about uh, the Arrow DVD. Mm-hmm. Turns out it, is, it does exist. Oh, okay. But there, the bloopers are on YouTube. Oh, I'm looking that up as soon as we're done. They're not as great as you think they are. Oh. Nothing will ever be as good as the Thor Captain America can't catch the hammer blooper. From oh, my. The dude, that went on for like three minutes. Well, it's in slow motion because that's what the shot was, but it's just like he almost got it like four times. And then it's like Chris Evans doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. Chris Evans on. is grabbing the shield and posing. He's a goddamn pro. He's, he's Captain fucking America. He's hitting his marks. He's got his blocking Ooh, don't down. don't say marks around Captain America. You're right. I shouldn't mm. say marks around mm-hmm. Captain America. Mm-hmm. Well, by the way... Entertainment Rumors has Chris Evans linked to Sandra Bullock now. Bigger entertainment news. Apparently stocking works. Quentin Tarantino and Uma Thurman are dating. Why would you say stocking works? I don't know. I just imagine that one of them stocked the other one, but I can't figure out who was who on that. I'd imagine Tarantino be the stalker, but that's just because he played the really creepy rapist in uh, Planet Terror. Yeah. Or the casual racist in Pulp Fiction. You're right, he was the casual racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Presenting the casual rapist. rapist. Don't worry, it's okay. I just really wanted Samuel Jackson to go... Like, there's like a deleted scene where he talks about like the sign that's not on his lawn that I'm not going to talk about. But uh, I just want like there to be like this extra like five seconds of that scene where like... The anger kind of dissipates for a moment, and that, like, the repeated use of the N-word kind of settles in. And Samuel L. Jackson just goes, you know it, it's not okay to say, right? There's <laughs> just that moment where, like, they're like, yeah, because you don't see that sound on my lawn. And then, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, where the, like like, he, the fire said, kind of like burns said, he out. He settles down, and then Samuel Jackson's there's like, that beat where he's just like, well, I just have this imagination of being like, look, bro, not cool. You're like, not cool. 
I know you're mad. It's okay for me to say it, but for you, that's not okay. And there's just, like, Travolta being, like, like, he's, early, he's like, texting, like, Jeff on fucking community, or, like, pretending not to do anything, or he's just really fucking awkward. I think awkward. Yeah. Like, he's fiddling with, like, a package of Pop-Tarts for no reason. Oh, now I love Pop-Tarts. Isn't that what he ate in the, or was that a waffle in the, uh, the I, apartment? I don't remember. I really want Pop-Tarts, though. Dude, this guy couldn't fucking guess in this trivia game about, like, the name of the restaurant that they went to in Pulp Fiction. Diner? No. The restaurant they went to with the $5 milkshake. Oh, that was, um... Jack Rabbit... Slim? Yep. Little Jack Rabbit Slims, yeah. Wow, I can't believe I remembered that. Wow, you didn't have to stand up to pull that out of your ass. I'm very relaxed in my HR Geiger leggings, thank you. Deborah's robot legs are looking fantastic. Because I don't have tank treads. Wow, this is like the callback episode, isn't oh it? Oh my god, yeah, tank treads. I still say tank treads. I disagree. Tank treads would not be ideal on stairs. What was that on Comedy Bang Bang where they keep playing the game We Agree to Disagree and everything they do, they disagree and they go, well, I guess we'll have to agree we to disagree. disagree. <laughs> so... McDonald's has revealed their new Happy Meal mascot. Oh, the McMinions. Terrifying. It's totally Minions, but it's fucking horrifying. It's like they gutted gutted a Happy Meal box to wear as, like, a skin. Actually, you know, that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a Minion killed the Happy Meal and it's wearing its skin as a face. Just like House of a Thousand Corpses. It's like that, where the Minion was like... Okay, fuck doing the maze on the side of the box. I'm gonna cut its asshole out and wear it like a hat. <laughs> I just choked on my Red Bull. Oh, God, I don't want it to go in my nose. Did you say cut the asshole out? Are you okay? <laughs> this week on No Applause, Deborah chokes on Red Bull and tries not to shoot it out her nose. I, it, I think it's just called Happy... But it, it just looks fucking Okay, now that's even fuck. that's a bit more on the nose because of uh, Pharrell. Pharrell's fucking song from Despicable Me 2, which was not good. I didn't see it, actually, but I really want to watch the Minions movie when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Tina Fey's going to be in it. I'm in. Tina Fey's eyebrows in... Uh... Crap, what was that called? Puppets Must Wanted? No, no. The animated one with Will Ferrell. Uh, Megamind. You didn't like Megamind, though. I liked Megamind fine. I hated her eyebrows in Megamind. I loved Minion. She has no control over that. You know it's not like... I didn't say it was her fault. I loved, loved Minion. David Cross playing Minion in Megamind. He just kept evolving to have a gorilla body. Oh, it's fantastic. I... Matrocity. Nobody calls Metro City that except for one person. Dude, even and like, Jonah Hill being the bad guy was was a little sublime in my opinion. So moving on to things we haven't talked about before, the Will Wheaton project has put its first episode up on Hulu, which I have not watched yet because Hulu was being a bitch on my tablet. Although I think it was just my tablet. Yes, so I got it for you online, and uh, we will. I don't know if we'll have the time today to watch it, but uh, we may have the time today to watch it. It's I mean it's only. You know, the 20 minute, 21 minute, whatever it is. Um, I'll describe it for you in just a moment. But, Will Wheaton has done some promotion for this, and you told me it was basically like kind of a web soup type of thing. You know, honestly, I, I basically, I love listening to Will Wheaton kind of wax philosophically about anything. And I cannot wait to watch this first episode, because you've told me that he talks about Starcrossed in it. And how much you know that I fucking hate that so- series. I know it got canceled, but it's just one of those things where it makes me angry to watch it. Because I'm like, one, how the fuck did you get funding for this? Because this is not a cheap series to make. And two, how did you get past the pilot stage? Dude, the, the shows that are going on right now that I'm amazed they'll make it. Uh, and some of them are on CW and some of them are not. And okay. well, uh, No, I'm listening. Um... Revolution, they and Will Wheaton says it more cleverly than I do. But I can't uh, get into that show. They pulled the plug on Revolution. Good because it's like it's a too clean version, literally too clean version of Walking Dead. Like You're right, that's exactly what it is. Huh? 
Because like, they all look like they're fucking using products. Whereas in Walking Dead, it's like, nope, nope. You all got swamp ass, and I can tell. Just swamp ass and nut fog. Um, We're going home to burn our clothes. Social contract, asshole. Um, Don't we have an orgy in a house when you know the realtor might stop by? Oh, the cleaning lady's day was yesterday. Oh. <laughs> I'm leaving now. Look, kids, there's Fuck Squatch. Look, kids. I'm sorry. With Juicy on the back. Sorry, we just looked into a Patton Oswalt bit. Sorry, sorry. Anyways, Revolution. They pulled the plug on that, finally. What other shows are you But there's one... What's the one on CW that comes out? I think it's After Arrow. The 100? Where it's, like, After Earth, but a large cast? Okay, here's the thing. Where they send the 100 teens to, like, Earth? I... I was going to say, you like know that I, I share my, my Nook account with a friend of mine, and she bought that book for the Nook, and I, I keep oh, telling... Oh, it's based on a book? Yes. Oh. I keep telling myself I should read it, but I can't bring myself to read it. I can't imagine reading a book with a hundred main characters. That's not some kind of epic Russian Dostoevsky. It's no war and peace. You know the best part is? Whenever you it's say no war... It's no crime and punishment. It's no Anna Karina. Do you want me to keep going? No, I was Because the go- next one I was going to say, it's no Lolita. <laughs> that's not no, Dostoevsky. I realized that, that I was just naming all Russian novels. Like that book by Nabokov. But no, I was going to go on a Sky High thing and then you just ruined it. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that was there was a character called War and Peace. It's like his mom was a good guy and his dad was a bad guy or something, so he was like St. Dan's Center. And by the way, I just want to... That's bullshit. It's Bolshevik? That's Bolshevik. Um, And by the way, I wanted to say this um, on record, is that uh, I still design D&D characters, so if anyone wants to give me five bucks, I'll give Um, you my guys. We're going to talk about it next week, but I did yell at you after we saw a movie, and you would not stop nerding out with our guest. Don't you have to go play (laughs) D&D? Which I... I did. Actually, it was a really good game. Well, well, it was really funny because after that, I, I went, I was going to say, we went to a going away party for a friend of ours, and I'm sitting there, and somebody said something, I'm like, oh, no, no, he's actually, he's he's over DMing. I wasn't... Like, I wasn't being an asshole. Like I said, no, he actually D&D. had to go play D&D. Um, but yeah, like I said, so, what, your DM character, I mean, your DMing I, I, I thought you'd get a kick out of this. Is You know, I keep building, don't worry about it. Um, that's not the actual whiteboard. That's fine, don't worry. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I keep creating characters because I really do just want to keep playing. Um, well, I think it's a really good creative exercise, and I actually tried recently to, you know, sit down and write again, and I, I lost my mind frame. It's like a muscle. Frame. No, I've lost my mind frame. I need to get back into it. I was able to do some really good journaling, and description has always kind of been my knack, so oh, I could do man. some good description. But like I said, I, I just, I need to flex the creative muscle again. That, like, weird journal I keep on my bed where I've got some, like, straight lines of dialogue are fucking amazing. I call that, what, God, I had a name for that. What was it called? It's not a dream journal. It's just, like, the cramp that occurs in my brain all the time. And I just I think I basically just called it an outline page. It's just random things that occur to me. I sat down, and you and I have done creative stuff together, and you know when I get the brain bomb, it happens in giant bursts. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling you, like, five times in a row about shit this, that happens this, on KBSN. This. And you're like, wow, this is all really good. And I'm like, it just I just gotta file. I just gotta file it away and then, yeah. Um, but anyway, real quick. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so I thought we talked about Scone Doe. <laughs> I don't think we talked about Clade Skrell. We did not talk about Clade uh, not, Skrell. Not on, not on air. That's fine. My uh, half tuffling, uh, my tuffling assassin. Who uh, smells has like his... Tuffling. Smells like Taffling. Taffling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'll bringing Skeksy back. I'll be good. Oh, God, it is a callback episode. I haven't said I'm bringing Skeksy back in a long time. As long as you don't say whistle while you twerk, we'll be okay. Oh, the twerking? Yeah, the... Everybody's twerking for the weekend. You started it. With the white... Hold on. Now, the second word is spelled with a Y instead of an I... Okay. So picture that. A paladin named Christian Mingle. <laughs> you don't get better than that. What about the Olive Garden? Oh, uh, that's 
Yeah, on, on Nerd, Nerd Poker. Poker. The, the, the town that was based on olive harvests and gardens. You're going back to the olive Living garden? There. And they always go, well, yeah, because when you're there, you're family. <laughs> um, and by the way, I love Blaine Capatch. I really do. Um, you can spot his jokes on Ad Midnight. A mile away, and I love him. I love him on Ad Midnight. I love they did, him. They did something recently that made me laugh so hard, and I knew it was a Blaine joke, and now I can't think of what it was. I think it was, oh, I think it was a Ruin a Nursery rhyme. Oh, and one of his examples? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. It probably... You, you can you can spot a Myra or a, a although a that one that one joke. had the the Jack and Jill went up the hill to talk about the abortion. Oh, he can just like, push her down the hill. Hill, that's what he was. Yeah, oh, that was. Mm. Mm. Uh, mm, mm. That one was rough. Um, Old Mother Elron Hubbard. Yeah, that was a good one. That last episode before the break was really good. Um, but uh, I love Blaine. I love uh, uh, Brian and Sarah and and Jerry and 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 Sark. I love everyone on D&D, on, on Nerd Poker, and I like Blank Patch as a human being. I like him on At Midnight, I like him on Comedians Comedy. I, I would love to see you two interact, because I think it would be hilarious. Especially because I watched a lot of Nick and Mace as a kid. Um, so I'd kind of get his weird Mary, Mary Taylor Moore references. But, <laughs> my thing is... Uh, you watched a lot of Snick as a kid? I said Nick at Night. Fine. What is... Snick was like Saturday, Sunday, Nickelodeon. Oh god. By the way, do you also find it weird that the three cartoons they premiered at the same time was Doug, Rugrats, and uh Rocco? No, no. It was Doug, Rugrats and um Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Those were the original Nicktoons. Yeah, exactly. Those were the three And then Doug went to Disney. Well that was Ren and Stimpy went goodbye. Um and then I don't know I don't Rugrats stayed at Nickelodeon, and then they did All Grown Up and a whole bunch of other different stuff with it. But that production company with the, like, the horrible Polish names, um, Klaspi and Klupso and... Klapsico? Yeah, whatever it was. It had, like, a lot of C's and Z's. It was was like Louis C.K.'s fucking last name, but not C.K. It was very Eastern European. Oh, yeah. But it was just like, can you think of three completely different tunes you would premiere at the same time? Because those had... Well, Absolutely. Doug was fairly benign compared to the other two. The other two were a l- fairly, was, fairly subversive. Rugrats was extremely subversive. But I'm just saying, could you think of such completely different... Like, out of all the things... Motherfucking reptile. Like I said, all the things to develop at the same time. You chose these completely and utterly different projects. That yeah, makes sense. No, I mean, it was smart on their part, but most of the time... And all three took off. That's like the said, irony. Most, like I said, most of the time, people aren't smart enough to do things like that to do three completely different ideas. And I love Doug, and Doug also, in its own way, was fairly subversive. I mean, they had the beats. What was the name of his dog? Chainsaw? N- Who's? Rogers? No, Roger had the cat. Uh, uh, was it Chainsaw? No, it wasn't. No, it was nothing that terrible. It was, um... Oh, God damn it. And he had the beatnik sister? Yeah, he had the total beret-wearing sunglasses. Yeah, beat next to And he had, uh, the, the friend was Skeeter, and he was obviously ethnic. Like I said, Skeeter was his friend who, in my head, was some kind of um, Middle Eastern. I could be wrong. Who's that? What? Skeeter. In my head, he was Middle Eastern. Uh, Czech or Polish, like, because they talk about, like, really? how weird his food smells. Like I said, I thought he was Middle Eastern. And Roger, who, in my head, is Macklemore. You totally see him now, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, how did you spell his last name? There's an F. A Skeeter? U... Okay. Okay, you're looking it up now, aren't you? Yeah, because I don't even want to... What the name... What the fuck was it? Pork chop. Pork chop. Pork okay, chop, chainsaw, was... whatever. Um, all I know is that I really hate that theme song. Don't fucking sing it. Um, it's in my head now. Thank you for that. You're the one that fucking brought it up. Okay, so the last thing I have to say. Um, you guys have heard me talk since the beginning of the podcast about my Fitbit. I love this company so much. My Fitbit broke a while ago. And so I emailed the company that I was having problems with it. And we went through all the troubleshooting. And within two emails, they diagnosed that basically needed to replace it. And they're like, well, send us an original copy of your receipt. And we'll see if you're still under warranty. And I looked at the original copy of my receipt. I was two days past a year. And I'm like, fuck! 
emailed them. They replaced it anyways because I had standard shipping on it, so I didn't receive it until about five days after they'd actually oh, shipped nice. it. Oh, nice. This company, their customer service is fantastic, and they actually... So is that new one under another year warranty? It is. Nicely done. Like I said, no, this company is fantastic. Their customer service... six-hour comas. I think I may have died last night. I think I may have died between three and four, five in the morning. Okay. I hate to admit it, I always forget to put it into sleep mode, because most of the time when I go to bed, I have a couple drinks in me, so I'm like, sleep time. You put yourself in sleep mode. Yeah, I put myself in sleep mode. I forget to put the Fitbit in sleep mode. But like I said, this company's customer service and the fact that they actually realize that I didn't start using it until X amount of time after they shipped it, I'm like, you guys are actually people that know stuff? Awesome. It's like the good side of that show, Silicon Valley. Like I said, and what's really interesting about that is my new phone, I got an HTC One. I did not realize it was an HTC One SB, so it is not tested. So that means iced tea? I have no idea. That's awesome, though. Now I really ice want to put a picture tea of... In, it, like, investigated it? Like I said, I know I really want to put an, uh, a picture of I'm ice always tea surprised! Why are you always surprised? It's the special victims unit. You've been there for like ten years. Nothing should surprise you. The little girls with pigtails. Yeah. He gets his rocks off doing this. Oh my god. That was. Whose bit are we doing? That's um, new in town. God, what's the joke? It's Joe Maloney. Is it Maloney? Yeah. Uh, not Maloney. Um. No, it, it, it's Mahoney. Maloney. No, it's Maloney. Milani? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's from New in Town, because he's talking about how much he loves Law and Order. Yeah, right, right, right. But I was going to say, back to my Fitbit. Like I said, right. I didn't realize it was an HTC One SV and not just an HTC One. And my, my Fitbit is not tested to Bluetooth with that. However, they emailed me that I could participate in the beta group for that. Awesome. This company's, like, the most personable tech company I've ever had to interact with, ever. And I'm on the opposite side of that, talking to Mac and Apple about how to get more than $80 off a new computer. Good luck with that. You know what Apple's opinion on that is? Fuck you, you need us. You know what the sad part is? Yeah, like, I... The new comp, which I, well, we'll talk about more on Damn, but... I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna buy it. But the thing is, I don't care about the, like, retina screen. I don't care about blah, blah. Like, it's just, like, I just need the, the RAM and the, like, hard drive. You realize they're going to make you take the sand with the computer. The what? The sand in your vagina. That's going to happen. You're going to buy a new Mac, and they're going to put some sand in you. I imagine buying a new Mac is going to feel like shoving a crucifix up my vagina from fucking uh, The Omen. Not The Omen. Uh, Exorcist. Or from that typo negative video? Black and at some red. point, the ghost of Steve Jobs is going to go like, Taste me! Eat me! That's right, bitch. Take it all. So, we have a few corrections. <laughs> That's right. That's the end of the show. That's not the end of the show. Uh, our correction was that last week... <laughs> it's I, so much worse! <laughs> last week, I said Donny Osmond played the Mirror Master on the 90s Flash. Donny Osmond, Donny Osmond, Donny Osmond. I've waited all week to do that joke. Was the Zorak Donny Osmond, Donny Osmond joke. And, um, turns out it's, it's, god damn it, it's David, David Cassidy. Cassidy. And he's not so much a mirror master, but, and speaking of nerd poker, he's a bit of an illusionist. Illusionist. An illusionist. Which is extra funny. He uses mirrors. Our non-turn is not here today because he's off playing a pool tournament at a bar called, you'll love this, The Mirage. The illusionist. Exactly. Do you know the the uh, magician Doug Henning? No. Oh, because one of the guys in Nerd Poker is an illusionist called Hug Denning. Awesome. <laughs> and he bases his character on the like weirdly effeminate lisp of Doug Henning. I feel like I should know Doug Henning, and I don't. Um, I don't know him well, but I, I'm aware of him. Hmm. Well, in mistakes I made this week, I didn't ask you any. So, as was discovered last week. Michael got me a gift, which was a Bloody Brock action figure. Yes. So, Michael and I may have been drinking the other day. I don't see it up there. It's over there still. Just listen to the story. And we got to drinking and thinking, hey, is that just electrical tape over Brock's junkin' butt? Let's open it up and find out. You fucking idiot. Okay. No, 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 there's a follow-up. 
So we did. Yes, it is just electrical tape over Brock's junk and butt. And he has total Kendall crotch under that. It is bad. Bad, bad, bad. The follow-up to that is that since we opened it up and we were drinking, we decided we should order a new one from Amazon and might as well just fill up the cart for free shipping. Don't drink an Amazon. (laughs) My llama stuffed animal should be getting here tomorrow. Does that look like the llama from my game? It does not. It should. I'm sorry, it's an alpaca. I wasn't going to correct you. But yes, so we we totally did some shopping while we'd had a couple drinks of us. The llama stuffed animal is actually an inside joke between the two of us, although I'm really excited to get it. We're also getting Pam's dolphin uh, puppet from Archer. He got a really awesome Archer t-shirt that's already arrived already that has the picture of Archer and underneath it says, I do me. Why was I not in, like... And a book, How to Archer. Oh yeah, the book of the Archer around? Yeah. Yeah, I've read it. Well, I've flipped through it. It's... Yeah. But yes, don't, it's a disjointed. D- don't drink and shop. Don't drink and shop on Amazon, especially if you have Amazon Prime. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember ordering stamps, but I guess I could have. So I will show Pictures you. Pictures of the state birds purchase. Like I said, so I'll show you the bloody Brock after we're done. But no, no, no. That was our agreement before I opened it: is that we would immediately order another one. I would keep in box. I was curious. We'd been drinking. Anyways, social contract asshole, don't open the action figure. No, oh, actually, I have, a, I have a weird opening boxes uh, social contract. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, set me up for this. Okay. Uh, uh, give me a long intro, real quick. Okay, apparently Doug has a very weird opening box. Okay, so I'm actually torn on the opening boxes thing, because most of the time when I get an action figure, I'm never going to sell it. Never going to sell it, but I'm also fascinated by packaging and design, so I like to keep the packaging for things because I find it interesting, and I like the clever things that people do with packaging. Like, I've got a, a Cthulhu action figure that I kept the packaging for because it made me laugh. I've got my zombie bunny stuffed animal, which I think we previously talked about, that I had you the packaging. You didn't see me web that, did you? No. Thank God. Apparently the intro's it. done. Doug, opening boxes. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> So, now this is... Something you haven't done in a long time. Oh, that makes me not even want to do it. Oh, wait, this all keeps going. (laughs) It's like that weird homoerotic, like, line of logic with the Daredevil click. Um, so, here's my thing. I'm at bus stops a lot. Okay, this is not getting better. Phrasing! That's not phrasing, that was intentional. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sticking my dick through a glory hole. No, okay. Um, <laughs> Please don't do that while I'm taking a sip. You almost got Red Bull spit all over you. Oh, if only we just stopped it. Don't do that while I'm taking a sip. Anyways. Because I'd be like, oh, you were... Never mind. Um, so, you know, I smoke cigarettes. It's not a secret. Um, for the first half of this show, you can hear me lighting up, uh, you know, when we were Before recording. my lease changed, mm-hmm. yeah. I was literally packing a new pack of cigarettes and undoing the wrapper and I got a guy that came up to me and goes you got a cigarette? and I was like can you just wait until I get one out for me? like what the shit? okay this is my vice and I have the ability to say no and I'm fine with that but like at least let me fucking get my goddamn own cigarette out and light it and take that first beautiful drag and then go, hey guy, bah, 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 bah. like I've got a new pack. You know I have cigarettes. It's. I think what this boils down to is that you should take other people into consideration before your own needs. I think it's a very broader, more uh, altruistic version of mine. Um, I would say. Look, if someone's got something, I don't want to say something you like, you like, but I mean, like, like when people like ask for change like outside of a convenience store, and it's like, oh no, you got change? Do you get a quarter? And I'm like, motherfucker, what if I need that shit? Or like, just because you know I have it doesn't mean I'm gonna give it to you. It's that fucking like sense of entitlement. Yes, thank you. I was actually just about to say that, and it's fucking bullshit. Don't be a dick, dick. 
Oh, I'm sorry. There's no more show now? Oh, no. We can keep going if you want to. But I thought don't be a dick dick was a good ending. Dick. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon, and banjo!